0: "'His head hurt. Correction, his head really hurt. "'It was hard to tell, though, just what sort of pain it was. "'He might have been shot through the head with a musket ball. "'That seemed plausible, given his current location in New York, "'or was it Connecticut, and his current occupation "'as a captain in His Majesty's Army. "'There was a war going on, in case one hadn't noticed.' But this particular pounding, the one that felt more like someone was bashing his skull with a cannon, not a cannonball, mind you, but an actual cannon, seemed to indicate that he had been attacked with a blunter instrument than a bullet, an anvil, perhaps, dropped from a second-story window. But if one cared to look on the bright side, a pain such as this did seem to indicate that he wasn't dead, which was also a plausible fate— given all the same facts that had led him to believe he might have been shot. That war, he'd mentioned, people did die. With alarming regularity. So, he wasn't dead. That was good. But he also wasn't sure where he was, precisely. The obvious next step would be to open his eyes. But his eyelids were translucent enough for him to realize that it was the middle of the day, And while he did like to look on the metaphorical bright side, he was fairly certain that the literal one would prove blinding. So he kept his eyes closed. But he listened. He wasn't alone. He couldn't make out any actual conversation, but a low buzz of words and activity filtered through the air. People were moving about, setting objects on tables, maybe pulling a chair across the floor. Someone was moaning in pain. Most of the voices were male, but there was at least one lady nearby. She was close enough that he could hear her breathing. She made little noises as she went about her business, which he soon realized included tucking blankets around him and touching his forehead with the back of her hand. He liked these little noises, the tiny little hmms and sighs she probably had no idea she was making, And she smelled nice, a bit like lemons, a bit like soap, and a bit like hard work. He knew that smell. He'd worn it himself, albeit usually only briefly, until it turned into a full-fledged stink. On her, though, it was more than pleasant, perhaps a little earthy. And he wondered who she was, to be tending to him so diligently. How is he today? Edward held himself still. This male voice was new, and he wasn't sure he wanted anyone to know he was awake yet, although he wasn't sure why he felt this hesitancy. The same came the woman's reply. I am concerned. If he doesn't wake up soon... I know, the woman said. There was a touch of irritation in her voice, which Edward found curious. Have you been able to get him to take broth? "'Just a few spoonfuls. "'I was afraid he would choke if I attempted any more than that.' "'The man made a vague noise of approval. "'Remind me how long he has been like this.' "'A week, sir. Four days before I arrived, and three since.' "'A week?' "'Edward thought about this. "'A week meant it must be... "'March? April? "'No. "'Maybe it was only February.' And this was probably New York, not Connecticut. But that still didn't explain why his head hurt so bloody much. Clearly, he'd been in some sort of an accident. Or had he been attacked? There has been no change at all, the man asked, even though the lady had just said as much. But she must have had far more patience than Edward, because she replied in a quiet, clear voice. No, sir. None.